Hey guys, and welcome to this episode of the JRE Review. This week, we have Coffeezilla. Ooh, is that guy good? Mm, love it. Great to see Michael Malice back. And we're probably just going to end on a little clip from Duncan Trussell, even though, as you can imagine, that conversation was fantastic. Um, Todd, how you doing? I'm doing great today, buddy. Good to see you. Love that. You ready for this? Let's fucking go. You are listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review Podcast. We find little nuggets, treasures, valuable pieces of gold in the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast and pass them on to you, perhaps expand a little bit. We are not associated with Joe Rogan in any way. Think of us as the talking dead to Joe's walking dead. You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your host, Adam Thorne. This might either be the worst podcast or the best one of all time. One, go. Enjoy the show. And we're live. Coffeezilla. What was your take on him, buddy? Well, I think the guy's awesome. Uh, Obviously, I have not, I had never heard of the dude, but I'm glad that uh, he's doing what he's doing. I learned a lot more about crypto. And I mean, I already did not trust crypto. I got into the Dogecoin there for a minute. I think I made like 600 bucks off of maybe 100 bucks, got real excited, and then I just pulled out like did, I usually did, do. Got to pull think, out. Did, right? did you think that you were like a crypto no. machine? No, it was the it was the probably the first and the last time I will ever get into trading. I'm just not a gambler. I don't like it. I don't like I mean, maybe if I knew more about it, I like my grandfather, I think, made some good money out of off the stocks in the 80s. You know, I don't, I don't know. 80s it is and gambling, 90s. though. It's gambling. It's I just gambling. don't trust the people that are a part of it. I don't. I, there's just not enough trust for me. I think maybe if I, if I would be a conservative gambler, you know, I would like buy a bunch of, you know, not a bunch, but as much as I could in like Apple stock and things like that, that I, you know, or YouTube or things that I like. You know, like that makes sense to me, but just like giving your money to fucking Northwestern Mutual for those idiots to just tell me that it's working and they're going to buy stock in McDonald's and Exxon and all these things that I don't even really use or like that much. I mean, granted, I got to buy gas, right? Gas is good, but you know what I'm saying? I just, I'd rather put my money, if I'm going to save up for something and put my money into something, it's going to be real estate or land. That's just me. That's what we have done with our money and not a ton of it, but I just don't trust the financial systems, man. I saw my mother's money, you know, she didn't have a ton. She maybe had a hundred grand in the bank and then 2008 hit and it went down to 50 grand. And ever since then, I'm like, fuck that, dude. That's I'm not, wild. not, everyone lost half of their assets if, if they were in the stock market, right? And I saw that and I just said, uh uh-uh. uh, my mother saved her entire life to have a hundred grand in her bank account and then to get cut in half. I mean, she was so depressed when that happened. That's so crushing. Yeah. It's not like it was a ton of money, but hundred grand to 50. Come on. Yeah. So I just don't trust it. And I I, I especially don't trust crypto. In a way, CoffeeZilla is like pointing out scams, right? I've, I've heard of him before. I've seen a couple of his videos, little clips here and there. And, you know, it, it's fascinating to hear about – I almost wish they got into more discussion mm-hmm. on the specifics of, you know, many of the scams. Instead of just FTX. Well, but also he has his own channel for that, right? So they're getting to know each other. 
They're yeah. chatting about things they're interested in right now in the current moment. So I get that. I couldn't really expect it. But, you know, if you haven't seen his channel and, you know, usually in the moment when I'm listening to a podcast, I'm like, give me all the things that you know about this. Like I was yeah. thinking about the um, uh, Ethiopian or Kenyan princes that send you the thing an email back in the day and it's like yeah just send me like five hundred dollars and then i have access to fifty thousand and yeah that story they told of the old guy who was like falling in love with a woman mm. and went to europe twice and the daughter's like beside herself trying to talk some sense into it poor guy i mean just how many people are getting completely wrecked like that or well, have they're just gonna need to you know date bots no Almost. Well, luckily I mean, there they, will be they, bots. They talked soon. about that too towards the end. They talked about what was it? A company bought into another company, and then they changed, like the voices changed or whatever, and and the people had already had a relationship with these AI bots, and they were real people. Or excuse me, not real people, but they, there was a it wasn't just a voice, right? There was an actual persona and like a, a computer generated graphic of these people, and whatever. Long story short these people were pissed. These people that were paying for this service are mad because somehow the their person that they had gained a relationship with has now changed a little bit. And you just think of the catfishing that's going to happen as well with these different, I mean, they chat, they talked about the, these different facial recognition things where you like, you, you're not wearing any makeup and you can take a photo of yourself and all of a sudden you look like a supermodel. Have you seen this? Yeah. I mean, it's even just if, weird. Let's take that like a, a level up, right? You don't even need a bot for that. It's just some girl, you know, that, I mean, technically it could be any human, right? How long until it's just a normal looking dude that even has an accent and then there's some sort of, you know, fake screen yeah. that makes them look like a really attractive woman with a beautiful voice. Yeah. And then you they're carrying on relationships. And it's in it but it's just like the next level of like eighties phone sex. I mean, yeah. I don't even think the people on the other end really care that it might not be all that Maybe real. Maybe they don't. I mean it I think they brought up towards the end and I'm going back to the end here again because we started talking about it, but the the difference between like getting catfished by a real human or a bot i mean there's really no difference there but like you said do the people actually give a fuck they just want some sort of companionship and they talked about the percentages i think this was with this might have been with malice actually talk about the percentages of guys versus girls who actually are dating people mm -hmm. was that with malice or was that with coffeezilla i can't remember mm, i'm not sure um, but either way, it's like the top, like something like top 4% of the guys get 90% of the women. Is and that real? It's something like that. Sheesh. Yeah. So they are just, it, the whole system of that kind of online dating creates like a feedback loop that is really unhealthy. Yeah. Is what it sounds like. Well, <clears throat> it's crazy. We, Unless we, you're in the top 4% of dudes. Then you probably just think you're a king, and everything is great. But what does that mean? That means that like ninety six percent of the guys are like really sharing ten percent of the bottom end mm. of the women. I, I mean, don't know. those poor women. 
What's don't going know. on with them? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think it really depends on where you grew up. Well, let's try and do this. Are there. Let's try and do this one in order. So we've got FTX. They yep. start with that. Start with that. Okay, because there was a lot there. I mean, they talked about it for a good hour. That was interesting, though. Yeah. I needed some information on FTX. I mean, you know, we hear about things in the news. Obviously, Rogan's talked about it a few times. But to get some real clarity mm-hmm. on how it went down you know the like the process as he saw it the fact that he got to interview the guy a few times and ask him some tough questions it just amazes me that nobody was paying attention to this yeah it's crazy to think about how someone can get such legitimate street cred if they just know a bunch of famous people and then all these famous people are thinking well if he trusts him then i trust him right without even really vetting the dude yeah just thinking that, oh, he's a he's a genius. Well, no, he's kind of just this fat nerd who hangs out and plays League of Legends, and allegedly you know, taking. What do you mean allegedly? <laughs> Come called, on, called him a fat nerd, bro. Okay. Easy. I'm sorry. I just this guy. I just he's can't, a person. Whatever, dude. That the guy scammed the billions a, of dollars. The guy's a piece of shit. He. <laughs> I'm gonna call him a fat nerd. Okay, I'm just going there because whatever. He's playing League of Legends, all jazzed up on amphetamines. In what a forty million dollar penthouse, which we keep hearing about. I still haven't seen photos of this thing. I want to check this out. But in the then Bahamas. to have the audacity to then still be playing video games after you know your ship has sunk. Oh, he's having a breakdown, bro. And and then and the the, the thing that that really I don't know if it bugged me or if it just did not didn't make any sense to me that he's he's going off. You know, he wants people to know that he's giving a bunch of money to the Democratic Party, but then he's secretly giving what he was the third biggest donor for the Republican Party. How do you make sense of that? So he's stealing people's money for that? Well, why does it not make sense to you that he was also giving money to the Republican Party? I guess during that commercial break, I was thinking about it. I get it because he was trying to get things passed that favored him in the crypto coin, you know. Well, Space. fair enough, but so you that should does have make been sense. thinking about how delicious HelloFresh is. I do not. love HelloFresh, and I do use it every week. I mean, in a sense, that's almost, like, I almost want to give him some credit for that. No, With but, the way that I think not, about politics now. But it's now, not his money. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Yes, what it he, does. What he's, yeah, that was bad. It's not his money. That was bad. The guy's a piece don't, of shit. Don't get me wrong, that was bad. But what he's doing is hedging his bets. He's really saying, oh yeah, I want to openly look like this philanthropist that gives a lot of money away, that cares about everyone. I'm a Democrat. But also, oh, there's tons of things that I should support in the Republican Party um, because if they win or they can help me with my business. I mean, ultimately, he's a massive criminal. That makes sense. But where were the red flags when that started happening? They just thought it was his own money that he was using? That was never a red flag. I mean, you didn't hear about him doing that really much. That wasn't in the news until he got busted, right? Well, but they were saying that he was using other people in his company to donate. Through them. Yeah. Yeah. Picking just random people. It, when well, you when you hear that this is potentially worse than Enron. It's crazy. It, you, like, and, and Madoff. Exactly. Yeah. But here's, here's what's really scary about that. Often we live in a time where we think, oh, that happened in the past, right? These gangsters were in the past. All these scams were in the past. All these pyramid schemes happened then. Yeah. And we don't, we think, oh, yeah, they've set up systems now so they can catch all this stuff. 
if this one is worse, then that is to say we have worse ones in the future. Yeah. Not only that, but didn't this Silicon Valley bank just collapse as well? You hear mm. about this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. that was from what the the president of the of the company said, kind of an off comment remark, and it scared everybody. Right? He's like, "Oh, don't worry, we're fine, we got this," and it made people think, "No, dude, I'm taking my money out of this bank right now." Right. right? And then everybody took their money out. The same thing happened to this guy. People, one one dude who he was kind of having beef with, right? That was used to be a friend of his or whatever. I didn't write down his name. He was a, he's another guy who started another coin, yeah, crypto company. Was he, he was a. Bi- like Coinbase, Japanese guy. Does he start? Did he start Coinbase? No, it was a different one. Anyway, yeah, the Japanese dude. Uh, they kind of had like this beef via Twitter, which is so stupid and so two thousand and eight. <laughs> it's just like you know, he's. It's just crazy to think that all of these people got conned by this guy. Yeah, this kid. He's a he's child. a kid. He's a child. What is he? Twenty eight. Yeah. Not even shocking, and and then now he's got this lawyer helping him out. That that what did he say? There was this lawyer that got caught in this God mode scam. On oh, this, the gambling one. Yeah, yeah, that's insane too. How is that even a thing? Well, if you're unreal, a massive scammer, you know, and you have the biggest kind of um, gambling site, well, pyramid scheme system or whatever it is in the world that is just wrecking everybody's finances and it's all just this house of cards ready to collapse, wouldn't you find one of the sleaziest lawyers you could ever imagine? I guess that would be the only person that would work for you, yeah. And But think about this. I was thinking with that lawyer, like he, he works for this gambling site and then right in front of them, one of his, you know, nerd computer tech guys. Oh, well, you know you're calling out nerd again? <laughs> well... Computer tech guys are nerds. I think that's a compliment for them. They they're sat there and they're like, "Hey, uh, just real quick, you can see everything, all, everyone's hands." Yeah, and he and he's like, "Sweet, I'm gonna go." He's like, "Don't use it too much, maybe, but like, you could just push this for an hour and make a hundred grand." Unreal. That would be that would be difficult not to slip into. Be a good way to to test somebody. It's like you've got you're behind the screen, right? Like, let's say we had a, a two way mirror in the office, and we right. try to hire someone, and we're like, "You go in, you tell them, like, hey, just by the way, you can do this. And That's make a great a, experiment. You can make a quick five hundred bucks. Yeah, like, obviously, we don't have thousands here, but let's start with five hundred mm-hmm. and see if they click the button. And if they don't, it's like you're hired, <laughs> right? <laughs> Right. It's so nasty, though. He it's almost like entrapment, in a way. It's like, yeah. I almost don't think anyone could stop themselves uh, doing that to well, some it, degree. Isn't it? I'm that, not making excuses for that guy. That guy obviously sucks. Yeah. And he ripped everyone off. And gambling is, you know, as much as you and I are not into it, it should be equally as difficult for everybody involved. There shouldn't be one guy that can, like, just... Yeah, well, that's why online gambling seems like... I mean, it seems a lot like crypto. It's just you can't really trust it. You, you It's a gamble. It is a straight-up gamble. Not to throw a pun in there, but you're not... This isn't real-life gambling, so who's to say that everyone who has a gambling service doesn't have God mode? That's a good point. So that's a little sketchy, but... How long does it take for them to figure that out? Who knows, man? But I think at the end of the day, this is going to be good for crypto, as, as shitty as it is now... And I think there's going to be some regulations now. A lot of people probably think that that sucks that there's regulations in crypto, especially millionaires and 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 criminals who are using it to launder money, which I 
didn't think about until this podcast about how many people are actually doing that because it's so much easier to pay criminals via crypto and hide your money via crypto. So I get it. I get why that's such a big thing. But what's interesting to me is why there isn't more, why more people aren't researching. And granted, I'm talking about the big players that have a lot of money invested in crypto. Why are they not looking at who owns what? Like they talk about this proof of reserves, right? It doesn't matter if you have a billion dollars in reserves if you owe $2 billion. Right. Why aren't why why isn't that being checked? Like there's just not enough oversight on these types of things, and maybe there will be now, so we can trust it a little bit more. Because I think I think generally crypto to me seems like a really good idea. Any way we can get rid of the Federal Reserve, great. Let's do it. Now, what is it backed by though? That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, it's backed How- by servers. I know. You know, and it's yeah, like... Yeah, what is this one power outage away me. from yeah. everyone doesn't have any right. money anymore? Right. What happens one when your solar flare? Get... <laughs> it's just, I'm, I don't trust it, man, but I'm not a gambler. I'm not a gambler. And, and, and to think that, again, these big players, and I feel really bad for, the, for these small guys who, you know, maybe threw in 10 grand when they only had $9,000 in their bank account, and now they're fucked. That sucks for them. But these bigger players, you would think they would have looked into this. Oh, this guy's creating his own coin, and he owns 80% of all the coins that are part of this company. That wasn't a huge red flag. He's just buying up all of his own shit. See, that's the bit I still don't get. What is a token? What do you not get? And what is the crypto? It's essentially what they're selling is a token. But it's, like, different. Like, he made the tokens... Right, but that's someone, what he's selling. Right. That's what he's selling as 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 a like, hey, if I get if I go bankrupt or whatever, if I if something happens, you still have a token that you can cash in. Like that's how he made it seem like it was okay. And that's backed by some sort of crypto. Backed by the well, it's backed by the the amount of pe- people who have bought into crypto, as far as I can tell. It's like if you have X amount of people who buy X amount of Currency I'm and still crypto, confused. those are coins. Are they, they're just so bitcoins. Do bitcoins have tokens? Or yeah, does some, it's just called different. It's yeah, Ethereum it's, has it, coins. It's not the same thing. It's, okay, we're gonna have to look this up because now we just sound dumb. Well, but just explain it to me then. Uh, this is how I've always thought. It's, they are it, definitely two different. They're things creating their own coins that are connected, though, and they're saying, "I'm gonna you buy in at this." price and then your value goes up and then you have this many coins but the tokens like the ftx tokens have collapsed completely i thought yet the the crypto that they were bought in with still exists i think okay see i don't know that i what i what i thought is that you buy a token and that's their their token is just named differently like coinbase has a different token bitcoin is bitcoin FTX had their own tokens, and it's that's like what you're buying. Hmm. You're buy- they have to they have to show the amount of tokens or coins that you have somehow. Yeah, isn't that just what you're buying? I mean, I have a and suspicion that we don't know what we're talking about with this. Well, somewhat. <clears throat> but that's how I always thought it was. Piece it together. Either way, we're not involved, and we don't recommend. All right. Well, keep talking because now I have to look this up because it's going <laughs> to piss me off. Well, you know. I mean, there was a lot of money laundering going on with crypto, still is. I mean, ransomware, for example, is paid for by crypto in a lot of ways because it's untraceable, Mm -hmm. right? 
um, that's something that scares the shit out of me too, ransomware. Because I've heard of airlines being hacked in the last year and they had to pay because it's like it takes down like the, you know, the air traffic control systems mm-hmm. and they have to bring them up immediately. There's like planes involved here. So they just pay this stuff. I think, uh, what was it like? Something like, tw- I saw an article on it. It was like $20 billion last year went to ransomware. Wow. That's a lot of money. Twenty billion. It might have been two. <clears throat> okay. Do we should we get back to crypto coins for a second so Dude, that we don't you sound something? Dumb? Yeah. What are crypto tokens? And this is generalized. Okay. Nice. A crypto token is a representation of an asset or interest that has been tokenized on an existing cryptocurrency's blockchain. Crypto tokens and cryptocurrencies share many similarities. But cryptocurrencies are intended to be used as a medium of exchange, a means of payment, and a measure and store of value. Crypto tokens are often used to raise funds for projects and are usually created, distributed, sold, and circulated through an initial coin offering process, which involves a crowdfunding round. Okay, so they are different. Hmm. It's a way for them to raise money. It, so it just sounds like bullshit to me. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds like nonsense. Oh, I, I mean, mean, let's talk about Logan Paul scam. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know Logan Paul did anything with uh, coins, you know, tokens. Yeah. Yeah. He had, what, you buy an egg, it hatches. I mean, even Joe <laughs> was like, what the fuck? And they can m- mate with each other and it makes a different type of thing. Like the yeah. whole thing is like, who is he selling to? Teenagers, surely. So now he's offered a $1.7 million refund. That's uh, what CoffeeZilla's saying. He's suspicious. Coffee doesn't believe it's happening. Logan's kind of gone crypto quiet. Crypto Zoo. You should have you known when he called it Crypto Zoo that it was a scam. Yeah. A zoo? Crypto Zoo. People, people use the word zoo when they describe a mess. They're like, right. what was that party like? Oh, it's a zoo in yeah, there, bro. Yeah, absolute zoo. Don't go near it. Now he's trying to threaten YouTuber CoffeeZilla, so he's threatening him. I kind of feel like, in a lot of ways, many of these influencer guys are just really good scam artists. Seems that way. I mean, maybe not all of them, but again, I don't know enough about it. Clearly, we didn't know the difference between the coins and the cryptocurrency. We don't need to know everything or much. (sighs) We're doing our best. We're just trying to make sense of what we hear when we're listening to these well, pods, like twelve million other people that listen right. to Rogan. So let's let's uh, can we can we divert from crypto? Yeah, what there's else? a lot more in this. Yeah, what else we got? There's a lot more in this. What else we got? I, I do like. Let me let me just point out that I it was interesting to hear why he started this. So they didn't get into it until towards the end of the pod. But you know his oh, friends, his, mom. his well, his mother right was like eating garlic every day yeah, for her thyroid or whatever, didn't want to get surgery, was freaking out, and he was like, his mom, him and his dad were fucking freaking out, like, you have to get surgery. What are you doing? Yeah. That's how uh, Steve Jobs died. Ah, same. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, his liver was how, packing how in. How did he and finally he, talk he, her into it? I can't remember what he said. I don't remember. But it was, Science. She, was she was eating garlic every day and whatever, like boiling garlic and doing all these random weird you know, not to say that a lot of that stuff may or may not work, but well, sometimes you know, maybe a little bit of both get is too good. far out there. Right, you got to you know, you got to go to Western I mean, medicine. I think there's a lot of you know, it just off track for a second. There's a lot of research 
that has not been done about smoking weed and cancer, but a lot of people that I know that have had cancer and use the Rick Simpson oil and all that sort of stuff have and changed their diet, right, to get off sugar. Like sugar creates cancer. And if you eat a keto diet, and again, I'm, I'm no doctor here, but from what I've seen from people and heard on the internet and stuff, it's like you eat a keto diet and you get rid of sugars and you smoke a little bit of weed. It's like that will kill your cancer cells. Not all of them, maybe. You should probably pr- probably get chemo as well. I'm not saying not to get chemo, but there's a lot of there's a lot of pseudoscience behind that that actually might work. Yeah. Um, but also, what I, the, also, these statements have not been approved by the FDA. Thank you. Just well, FDA's them. bullshit. Legally. FDA's bullshit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was I going to say, though? He, but he also talked about his friends. Him and his friends, like his friends were, you know, getting into college and trying to get him to do all these pyramid scheme stuff yeah. and go to these- Sales these bullshit. Sales, which brings me up to, oh, gosh, what's the guy's name? He did a- I, I watched Coffeezilla before this pod. I watched like a 12-minute clip of him giving- uh, Cardone is a Grant Cardone. That guy's such a piece of shit. He's he's like anyone can be a billionaire. Oh, Look God. at Elon Musk was he basically was like Elon Musk was just some regular guy before he was a billionaire. No, he wasn't, dude. He started fucking PayPal. Yeah, genius. what are you talking about, Cardone? Yeah, regular. So my he ass. calls these people out, right? That's what Coffeezilla is. He's great at it. Mm. He's just calling a spade a spade. Yeah, we need those people. Love it. Talking about things that are hard to like work through and find out if they're fake, this deep fake stuff. So oh, Joe brought dude, up. I want to yeah. do that. So he brought up the podcast with him and Steve Jobs. I still haven't listened to that. Was it Jobs or was it? Uh, I thought it was Jobs, the Apple guy. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. he was talking about him and uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, so he also talks about an ad that is Joe and Huberman that's selling a supplement. Okay, yeah, Which yeah, yeah. we don't know if it was a real supplement or not, but there was a whole thing that- Did it, you watch it, it? I didn't no, watch it. No, but it sounded like Joe had a team look into this. And he, yeah, and you can't figure out who made it. He couldn't. It was a bunch of like, you know, LLCs and God knows what. Makes me want to do a deep fake ad for the magazine, like for ourselves. Let's do a deep fake ad for us. It'll yeah, be as, long as, as long as it's for fun and it's highlighting fun. that these things are ridiculous. Yeah. What's so terrifying is how long until, I mean, imagine if somebody hacked Rogan's RSS feed. And don't get any, any ideas, nerds, out there. Mm. But if they did, and then they put up a deep fake entire podcast, I mean, it could derail yeah. the whole show. If you didn't unless, know. You wouldn't know what to believe after that. It, you know, there's just has to be, there's got to be a way we can figure this stuff out. Like, there's always a way to combat these sorts of crimes. You, you would think it might take a minute for us to figure it out. But if we have the technology to make these deep fakes, you would think we'd have the technology to figure out whether they were fake or not. Mm-hmm. You would think. Yeah. I want to end on Joe kind of reiterating that he stays away from scrolling on social media. Mm. You know, um, Coffeezilla said something very similar that, you know, he does his best. He got a flip phone, but it's so difficult. And then they go into kind of the idea of this massive exposure. You know, like uh, you've got influencers. They stream a lot of their own lives. Then for a while, you did have you know, you had the Truman Show movie. You had Ed TV, which they brought up. You had people kind of filming a ton of their life. Like the early on, when I was watching Rogan and Red Band, kind of before the podcast, um, they were posting a lot of stuff 
video of just like Red Band filming a day in the life of Rogan. Mm -hmm. Like what's going on here? And I think ultimately it was just getting to what Rogan wanted to do with his podcast, which was just like, (coughs) you know, show what happens, like be real to himself, all the rest of it. Yeah. Yet it is kind of interesting that hasn't really taken off. I almost feel like, because when I say that in England, in England, I think... Uh, might be the king of reality TV in the best and worst ways. No shit. And there are shows that are super popular in England, at least one that I've seen, where it's um, five or so different families watching another show. What? Like watching TV shows from the week. And then talking about it. And then talking about it. Well, it's kind of like what we do here. Yeah, but I mean, you don't see the show. You just know it because you probably watched it as well. Yeah. And people tune in because they want to see, like, their opinion on hmm. it. And it's just like this family sat on the couch. So there's, like, this rich couple that just drink wine, and they have their comments from their, like, social, hmm. you know, hierarchy. And then there's just, you know, middle class, kind of, like, lower class family. Everyone has their points of views and different things. And it, it shows reactions of different scenes from these different shows that they watch. In a way, when you first picture that existing, you think this is the most nonsense I've ever heard in my life. Yet the show is super popular. People love it. They're all about it. These people have become super famous. Well, you look at, they brought up that, what is that, Beast? What is that guy's name who's real? Mr. Beast. Oh, yeah. YouTube legend. Well, I mean, it reminds I like me of style. that. Did, I think it's great, but would you think that showing people sitting in a circle for 50 hours or however long it was, 10 days, or I, how long did that guy sit in a circle? You win 500 grand, you win half a mil. Whoever can sit in the circle the longest, they're all like in a freaking gymnasium and they all have a circle that they have to sit in. I mean, sounds kind of cool and fun and stuff, but would you think 10 years ago that that's something that would have 20 million subscribers too and this guy's making 30 million a year doing this stuff? But in a way, it's kind of like a bit of a fear factor type yeah. event to some degree. It's like people have always liked those sorts of game shows. I'm not saying it's dumb. I'm just saying like 10 years ago, you would have thought maybe it was dumb. I don't know, or maybe before fear factor, but I think the point... I feel like the point that CoffeeZilla was making is the more people do this on YouTube, and again, it, it is a little bit scary because if YouTube goes away, these people are screwed. So I think we need to branch out, whether it's Rumble or some of these other platforms, having more of a you know platform that maybe or maybe not is a little bit more attuned to somebody doing whatever they want. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. But I think what he was getting at is like, hey, maybe people are going to start making more documentaries on here and doing their own thing, which they are. But it could get to a point where just as many people are just going to YouTube to watch stuff as they are Netflix, which I think is already happening, right? No doubt. Which is cool. Yeah, no doubt. Let's jump over to Michael Malice. 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 What you got, man? He's what got some got? opinions. Have the right and left switched, Adam? Have the right and left switched. Why does the right want to get out of Ukraine but not the left? That is an interesting point, Mr. Malice. They brought that up right away. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Imagine it, if back in the Bush era, they, you know, just if, seems if the Republicans political. wanted out. Yeah. Remember, all the people on the left are going, no war, no this, no that. 
I don't, even Colin Powell, Powell, I don't even think, believed Bush back then, but he went with it. Do, do you think that we're okay with this because we're really not in war? Like, we're just sending money? I think people are so numb to war because it hasn't happened on our soil that they don't think about it in a war way. They don't think about Syria as being real people. They don't think about Iraq as being real people because we are not getting bombed. Mm. And we've been going at it for since we were born. I know. You and I have been at war since we were born. I mean, what? when was, I guess Iraq was the 90s. So I what, we were born in 82? I don't think there was a war in the 80s. But Bush was the first. Like, I mean, I'm sure there was. There was like some shit in South America that we maybe didn't know about, but... No, yeah, it wasn't a, a real one. war that we were talking about every day on the news. Yeah, not a big one that we were a part of <sighs> until Iraq. And but it, that has not stopped. It's been our whole life since then. What was weird about it is when I remember when the Gulf War, yeah. as they called ninety, called it, started. You know, it was like this liberation thing that I was. 10, yeah. 11, 12. I, like, I, I couldn't under, possibly understand. We were like, I was like, we were like eight. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, we're doing something important here. We got to yeah. go stop this yeah. in this place. I remember that night. But, you know, it won't last. And it, we've learned from the past. Like, for some reason, I just had heard about, you know, Vietnam. I'd heard about um, the World War Two, World War One. I. I mean, it's so prevalent with my grandparents and yeah. so on in England. And, you know, we would discuss it all the time. It was like I just felt like we'd learn from it. Mm. Like I was born in this time where the, uh, we're not doing that anymore. Right. Well, what we did is we made it not at home. There's yeah. no, been no war in England or no war on American soil but plenty of Americans are dying. Oh, yeah. It, it, what I'm saying is it's not any different in a sense. It's just like when it's not on your doorstep, there's this different feeling. Yeah. But $100 billion that we sent to Ukraine, I'm like, how much even did World War II cost? I don't know, man. It's, it's just upsetting. I feel like if we – it's so upsetting to me because – no one wants war, and somehow it's now this like altruistic thing if you're not for helping another country who's at war because one person is better than the other. Both of these countries are corrupt. They, they have been for a long time. We're just as corrupt. We're all corrupt. And to think that one is better than the other, it's still war, man. It's Damn. fucking war. America's the best. Okay, well, either way... Look, I love my country. I don't love that we're always at war and it that we sound profit. Like you love your country. I don't like that we profit off of war. I think that that's wrong. That's bad. I think that energy should be free, and I and I know in my heart that we have the capabilities to get free energy in this country, and they're fucking keeping it from us. So you that's sound my, like a communist. That is my answer to that one. War. I'm gonna cut off your mind. if war wasn't. Pro if war didn't profit the elites, we wouldn't be doing it. Mm. And that's what's frustrating to me. Yeah. I wish it, I wish Malice went in a bit harder on that. He talked um, almost more about his special gift of the Lex Friedman cake, <laughs> which I thought was brilliant. It was great. I didn't like, realize it was a cake at first. I thought it was a statue. I know. It, it was like so perfectly real. looking. Like, I, How much did he spend on that cake? Did he say? I don't think he how said. How do you even hold the cake? How does it even all hold together when it's just a head? 
I don't know, dude. But the fact that later they sliced its face off, <laughs> I think Michael is just fucking with Lex. Oh, for sure. man. Lex. I mean, I, I just loved, yeah, this, again, this is right at the beginning, but just hearing Joe say that he was high as fuck on Fear Factor all the time. All after the time. like episode three. Yeah. I just want to go back and watch some of these these old Fear Factors. It's like, did you even put Visine in, bro? Dude. And yeah. then he was, and would so you drink? Hard. There was no freaking way I would have drank that donkey cum. I mean, it's unreal. Like literally, like a pint glass full. That can't be good for no. you. No, how did people choke that down? That can't be good for you at all. Uh, what else did they? they well, talked they talked about, about the club. Yeah, and you know we're heading down there. Yes, it's not sit. Don't the have date. tickets yet. We need tickets. For well, mother. All right, let's say the date. So we need tickets, people. If anyone out there, we will pay that's good money. Listening, Got tickets to kill Tony on April seventeenth. It looks like we got. Go. I'm not trying to throw out a conspiracy, but I saw something that uh, Tony posted when he added another show for March, and he said we're doing a new another pop up show. We've we've like set the system differently so that so they um, don't sell out right away. So they don't sell out. You got to give your ID, all the rest of it. I don't know how they're going to deal with the tickets that already got sold, but it. I was checking every day because I knew this trip was coming up. I'm taking the studio down. You know, this is what we do. Taking some friends that have never seen Kill Tony. I've seen that show uh, so many times in L.A. And it really is the best. So much better life. It's so good. It's such a brilliant show. It's so different than even like regular stand-up that can be amazing. And oh, Todd just did... Uh, Todd. Oh, Did the new smelling bottles. Soaps. Oh, the new bottles. Yeah. Right to your head. Yeah. You got to be careful with those new bottles. Um, but anyway, those tickets all sold. They sold out till like the end of September immediately. So here we are not being able to get any. So if anyone out there does have a ticket or multiples, I need four actually, for April 17th for Kill Tony and want to donate them or even just... Just email us, and we're we're fucking buying. I have to see that show when I go down there. I at <sighs> least have to go see the new comedy club. Um, we're gonna sneak in, Joe's. We can't. We can't do that. Dang dude. it! We can't do that. That just literally stung the back of my brain. Your eyes are watering. What? Be careful, dude. Those new bottles are insanity. That yeah. is a... We don't recommend smelling salts for the faint of heart. This bottle is Unreal. called Ward Smelling Salts. Bottle Insanity XL. Shout out to them. Not a sponsor, wow. but we respect them and we love them. If that doesn't wake you up, I don't know what will. Mm. So, Ooh. Joe finally got this open. Uh, he had that other sh- uh, club that was going to be that was like built by a cult for sure, but it was <laughs> going to be his club. There were some other issues there. There was like a toxic waste zone in the back. There was some problems. It was a bit out of town, even though Joe was like, "That's not a problem," and I don't think it should be. But now he has one pretty much right <laughs> on sixth, as far as I know. Are you okay, bro? No. Okay, hang in there. Um, and it's up and running. So I would say, if you're listening to this show, you're obviously a big Rogan fan, right? Even more so than probably other Rogan fans, because you can't get enough of Rogan. Then get out there. Support the club. Show it some love. I want this to be the new comedy store. 
you know, I saw the impact that Rogan had from 2016 to 2020 at the Comedy Store. I got to go to a lot of great shows there. And he was so invested in just comedy itself and making a place for new comics to kind of come up and and find a path to being, you know, um, I don't know, famous? No, it's not even that. It's just find a path through this like crazy maze of being a stand-up comedian. And that's so important because it's never really existed before. I mean, the Comedy Store had something. Mincy was amazing and created a lot of space for people. But I've got a feeling that there's a new generation now and it's at the mothership. And that's the end of it. Yeah, well, I mean, he he said it over and over. Make it a place... <laughs> Dude, watch out. The back of my head still hurts, and I'm, my nose is running, my eyes are watering. Wow. Smelling salts are real. Uh, he's, he kept saying, make it a place where open micers have a chance, and the, a place for encouragement, a place where you get to watch the best, but also be encouraged by the best. I mean, he's basically making a school for comedy. It's like a college to go to, to be a comic. Yes, that's a great so way rad. of describing it. So rad. Yeah. And get a degree. Get a degree the at the mothership, baby. And it won't be easy, but what is? You know, what is that Rogan does? It's like, hey. <laughs> Jesus, Excuse Todd. Me. Haters, haters are going to think that what he does is easy, but it's not. No. I, I, don't mean, th- I don't think really anyone thinks stand-up or the path to oh, success I meant pod- is easy. I meant podcasting, sorry. But yeah, definitely not stand-up. But you know, he does jujitsu, and that's an incredibly difficult pursuit. Also, comedy. But at least there's a path now. That would actually be cool if they handed out belts. They're like, you're a blue belt right now. <laughs> blue belt in comedy. You're a comedy blue belt. That's that's legit. What do you think about Howard Stern going from kind of red pill to blue pill stuff? You know, being fringe, ideas, you know, against the system, all the rest of it, to now just being like conform do this where's the money coming from howie where's the money coming from that's what he I think. was getting paid a lot though before that was happening okay well maybe he's just getting old i don't know it's Him the same question i have about people who trust pfizer for some reason now when they thought that you know <sighs> monsanto was killing them and now they trust pfizer I, you know things like that yeah when the le- when the left thinks that somehow Pfizer is trustworthy now, even though back in the 50s and 60s, they were killing all of our grandparents who were smoking cigarettes. This, these same brands and same companies that all they care about is profit. And for now, now they they want to save us? Give me a break. Mm. So I don't know. Who, who's Howard listening to? I want to say follow the money, but I think he has plenty of it. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, I don't think Sirius Radio was probably that big of a gig for him for that long. He's still on Sirius, right? Isn't yeah, that yeah, the only, yeah. That's the only place you can listen to him, right? Yeah, he's making big money. I so think is he super Is if, he super righty-tighty now? If I... No, left. He's dude. super left. He was always pretty left. Yeah, but it's like he's on board with this... He's on board with the Wokes. Yes. Really? Kind of. I haven't heard enough of it. To, I mean, I like Howard Stern. I always have. He was full on with the COVID stuff. He There was no pushback. I think a lot of people were at first. Do you think he still is? Still solid he still believes in it as far as i know okay you're a piece of shit if you didn't 
get a I think before we say vaccines. that, we would have to make sure of it. Allegedly. I'm just saying that because I like Howard. I don't want to talk shit about Howie. All right, let's finish up with Michael's book. Um, yeah. It sounds really interesting. All about hope. Yeah, kind of. Not but, the Obama hope. It sounds like depressing as well. It goes into the USSR, the fall of it, the horrible things they did, the... The white know. pill, it's called. Mm. Is it? Be, he was born there? Is that why? Right? I think, yeah, he's a Russian-y. <laughs> oh that's, that's probably why him and Lex are, are pretty tight. Okay. You know, they understand this. But that, like, all the, it wants to highlight the atrocities. Almost like we have to forget them a little bit because they helped us be the Nazis. But then, mm. you know, we're not paying attention to what happened right after that. And, you know, no government should be off the hook for the really fucked up things they've done. I mean, it has 4.8 stars. That's um, enough for me. Oh, I didn't realize he also wrote the Anarchist Handbook. He would. He doesn't I want... remember the Anarchist Cookbook. I, don't, he, I never heard of the He has theories about having no police and, like, basically no government. Yeah, he's a he's I mean, he's a wild animal. I am libertarian, but that seems a, that is definitely anarchist. Um, yeah, it's got four point eight. It says the ru- it, should we give a quick description before we end it? Do it. All right, description. This is from Amazon. People, the Russian Revolution was as red as blood. The Bolsheviks promised that they were building a new society, a workers' paradise that would change the nature of mankind itself. What they ended up with constructing was the largest prison the world had ever seen, a union of Soviet socialist republics that spanned half the globe. You kind of get where that's going. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, we want to end this um, with a clip from the Duncan Trussell podcast. Um, You know, there's so many good points in that one and just brilliant conversations but it's a Duncan Trussell podcast, and we can never do it justice. Go listen to it. We wanted to save one of our favorite clips. There we go. They were dressed like um, <laughs> doctors from the plague, which is just amazing. Love it. These are Love some of them. my favorite ones to watch, and this is just one clip that we enjoyed a great deal. Thank you guys so much, as always. We will talk to you next week. Thanks. ChatGPT, what's scary about it is, we were talking about it, Jamie, it's too confident. So it will give you the most confident answer to a question you ask it, and you'll be like, God damn. And it's woke. Yeah, well, that, yes, it is. I mean, that's the primary argument we keep having. It's like. It won't say anything positive about Donald Trump. It won't, t- it won't tell you how much comet it takes to fill the Grand Canyon. <laughs> that was one of, like, our first arguments. So uh... I'm like, what the fuck? You're not going to tell me this? Like. <laughs> This is offensive to you? I said it was sex negative. It's like right. it's it's the source of human life. Right. But no, it's like Great Canyon is a national monument. Jizz is in there. Yeah, you can't jizz, you can't fill it up with jizz. It's like, are you really going to do that as a national monument?